Welcome into week one, guys. Week one NFL season. We're going to be talking spreads over unders. Our thoughts on each week one NFL game. Last week we went 12 and 6. We had a fantastic week last week, but now we're getting into our bread and butter, so it's only going to be better. Uh, make sure you guys head over to bettergreen.com right now. That's where we have our weekly pickums and survivors. Uh, we have two on ESPN and one on Splash Sports, so make sure you guys head over there. If we get 50 people on Splash Sports, that's a $450 payout. So make sure you guys get in there. The more people we get in, the higher the payout is. Um, Wyatt, we're happy to have you here this season, man. Absolutely. Ethan, we're glad to be back. We have changed the game name. It is now Ethan's Bench Clearer. <laughs> because some of these topics might be a little controversial. There might be some people coming off a bench. So we'll get to that game at the end of the day, um, at the end of the episode. But are you guys ready? I am. I've been ready since February. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, this first one's going to be hot, so we're getting started off. It might get a little heated in here. Keep watching. It'll be great. Uh, week one, first game, Thursday night football. The Detroit Lions head to Kansas City to face the Chiefs. Chiefs are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Over-under set at 54. It's the highest over-under of the game. Um, obviously, we got some Chiefs and Lions fans here. So I'm going to let Ethan, you start first, and I'm interested to see your thoughts on this game. All right, well, first of all, I mean, it's just destiny that we have the three of us here, two Lions fans, one Chiefs fan, first game of the season. Um, the most hyped the Lions have been probably ever, honestly, um, at least in our lifetime. And then Chiefs obviously coming off of a great season, ending in a Super Bowl championship. So, um, yeah, everything kind of coming together here perfectly. Cannot wait for this game. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've talked about it to you guys a lot off air, but I love Detroit in this spot. I love the plus six and a half here. Um, think Kansas City has, you know, obviously they're going to do the um, banner raising celebration. There's going to be a lot of emotion, a lot going on for uh, KC. And I think it's just, it's tough to call it a Super Bowl hangover, but um, I typically just always like fading the team coming off of a Super Bowl victory. It just so happens to be against Detroit this year. Um, I also like fading the teams that are hot and talked about and very public heading into the year, which is Detroit. So uh, that does scare me a bit, but um, yeah, I do think six and a half is just too many points. Um, I could see either Detroit winning outright. I'll probably sprinkle the money line um, or Kansas city winning by like four points. I, just, I think Detroit covers as far as the total goes. Uh, I think it's high for the first game of the year. I think this stays under the total. I think, uh, Kansas City probably comes out a little bit slow. Um, Detroit probably comes out a little bit slow, too, getting used to their new pieces. Um, obviously, lost guys in the offseason, gained guys in the offseason. So, uh, yeah, I, I like week one unders a lot. I think with this high of a total, everyone expects Detroit to come out and have a high-octane offense that they finished the year with. Obviously, the Chiefs with Mahomes, Kelsey, and company um, expect a lot of points out of the Chiefs. And then both defense were quite suspect last year. Both got better as the year went on, but um, not great by any means. So I think a lot of people will see the over. Obviously, fans want to bet the over week or game one. So I think there will be value on the under. Um, but favorite play, Detroit plus six and a half. One more thing I will touch on. Uh, DraftKings does have a um, up seven automatic win boost going right now for this game. Um, so I do think there is some value laying that on Detroit. Um you're not going to get much laying the money line with Kansas city. So I think you just lay that on Detroit money line. Hope they go up seven early. 
win and uh, kind of just watch the game from there. So I will be playing it that way. I'll be playing Detroit spread um, and obviously rooting for Detroit victory. And uh, sorry, Ben. It's okay. You, you <laughs> can root all you want, man. You can root all you want. I, I'm, I feel bad because I like you. I hate that you're going to be sad at the end of the night. Um, but before Wyatt gives out his pick, I just want to say, too, that Wyatt, season one just ended, season two is starting, and I have, I've got a little crown on me right now as the most accurate host of the month that no longer belongs to me. It belongs to this man right here, our first champion. So, Wyatt, I'm going to send that over to you, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be back uh, winning again. Um, but yeah, NFL's here. Uh, baseball was struggling. I don't know how I won last month because I was mostly doing well, it was actually preseason game. So I guess, yeah. you know, football was the reason I was winning. So hopefully we can continue that streak. Um, yeah, interesting game, honestly. Obviously, I'm a huge Detroit fan, but I'm probably one of the more critical Detroit fans um, out there. The amount of times in my lifetime I've seen the Lions get this amount or get hype like this and then just underperform happens too many times to count. Uh, we've seen it multiple times with Stafford. Um, we saw after his two playoff runs, the first playoff run, they didn't make it the following year. Then after that, they didn't make it the, the other year. So um, I've seen this all too well and I don't want my heart ripped out, but I am going to side with Ethan here. I do love the Lions at plus six and a half. Uh, I did see that DraftKings promo. That looks beautiful. Uh, I also saw Lions just flat out on the money line on Caesars plus 250 as well. Um, that is the best size you're going to find on that. Also with Ethan, I love the under in this game. Uh, Detroit's offense is getting a lot of praise. Detroit's defense sucks. Kansas City offense obviously is probably the, one of the better ones in the NFL. Defense, the um, not great. And they also lost, uh, or what's his name, hasn't technically signed yet. He's probably not going to play. Um, so I think the under has a lot of... Uh, it's an ugly bet because two high-powered offenses against decent or crappy defenses. But I just think this is going to be a lower-scoring game. It's game one, first game of the season. We saw college football really struggle week one to go over. Um, so I think this is going to be like a 27-24. I'm going to hope that's on the Lions. But even if the Kansas City Chiefs win that game, Lions should still cover that uh, plus six and a half. Four years ago, the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl for the first time in 50 years. And because of that... The whole world shut down and we got COVID. We, we raised the banner. It was in front of like 6,000 people, some really small number. This is their this is their banner raising for the last Super Bowl too. They're going to come out so hyped for this game. They have the best offense in the entire football league because they have the best quarterback and the best tight end. And they got a receiver room that looks great too. All their running backs should be healthy now. Pacheco should play. It looks like Kadarius Tony's going to play. Um, Detroit is also very good. And that man's name who hasn't signed yet is Mr. Chris Jones. That is a big loss. He, our defense, we've got a couple pretty good cornerbacks. Nick Bolton, I almost said Mike Bolton. Nick Bolton, he's very good in the middle, uh, middle linebacker. But Chris Jones is the heart of that defense. I'm worried about this. I, I'm worried about you guys. You don't have your running backs from last year. Swift is gone. Jamal Williams is gone. But I think David Montgomery, I loved him when he was in college. And now you guys got Jameer Gibbs, who's going to be used all over the field. I do like the over in this game because I don't think we're going to be able to stop you guys. And we're going to have to score. So you guys, it might, it's going to be an uglier game where this game's going to fall on the shoulders of Jared Goff versus Patrick Mahomes. And so 
I can't start this year. I'll definitely be picking against the Chiefs, but for this game, there's no way I could even pick the Detroit uh, Lions to cover the six and a half. Um, not with you guys. So I'm going to have to take Kansas City uh, minus the six and a half. But I do worry. Um, I worry it's going to be close. I do worry it's going to be close. But for the bet, betting purposes, I have to take Kansas City. Yeah, uh, I think we're going to have to do a little side bet here. I think so. And I can't I can't take Detroit and then do a side bet. No, you can't. Okay. What What are you thinking, Ethan? Well, I think we're uh, – well, let's bet the spread. Uh-huh. You know, the, the great equalizer in sports here. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, let's uh I'm trying to do you do we want to throw wide into it? How does Wyatt feel? Throw me in. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Give me okay. the money line. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. The real question is is Jackson Mahomes going to be at the game? Is he out of prison? <laughs> I don't know. If yeah, he's at the game, him. give me the Lions money line for units. <laughs> I was going to mention the game time. just for units. You say they only raised the banner in front of 6,000 people. If Jackson Mahomes was there, they raised the banner in front of a lot of people because he was TikToking it. You're so. right. You're right about that. <laughs> You're right. And a lot of people watch that game too. So yeah, that's true. Not a lot of people there, but a lot of people watching. Um, okay. So how about we do this? I did a little rap a little bit ago when we were super hot. <laughs> The boys are so hot, I'm staring down a DraftKings ban. Walking out with bags so heavy, call me the Monopoly man. <laughs> All the bookies are mad, asking me so many questions, trying to cut me out the fold like a damn C-section. <laughs> Every Monday, 6-5 Central, and you better not be tardy, we're rewriting the record books. No VHS Barbie. <laughs> it's about time now. Let's get back to the picks, but... Just one more line to prove my point to these shits. We're moving up the charts. Occupation, full-time climber, dropping money bombs on the people weekly. Nice to meet you, Oppenheimer. So whoever whoever loses has to do a rap about the other team. So I want to hear you guys rapping about, not about Jackson Mahomes. I want to hear about Patrick Mahomes and, and the, the boys, Travis Kelsey. I'm down Fine. for that. Okay. Who do I need Man. to include in mine if you guys win? Daddy uh, Dan Campbell. Daddy yep. Dan. Okay. Amon Ra. Jared, golf me off. <laughs> Whoever uh, makes the play of the game. Okay. Yeah, one of one of the four guys that intercepts Mahomes. Uh-huh. The entire offensive line that dominates that D-line without Chris Jones. That's going to be an issue. Your guys' <laughs> offensive line is crazy, dude. Like, I can't tell you how many Madden trades I've had with Detroit. <laughs> like, it is unreal. I think I have Frank Ragnow on every one of my teams. Dog. Yes. Yes. I do want to mention one more thing about the total. Um, I believe last year's Thursday night game, Buccaneers-Cowboys, which Dak broke his thumb, so a little bit different. But I think that game ended uh, like 21-3. to 3 in favor of Tampa. And I think the over under was pretty similar. So um, yeah, recency bias would have me leaning under too, but 
They did finish like Tampa Bay was like in the bottom of the league in offensive production last year. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and I think You're Detroit right. and Kansas City is going to be okay. Yeah. We didn't even Valid mention point. this is the first year in almost our entire lifetime that NFL season without Tom Brady. Yes. True. I think he when did he join? 2000, 2001, maybe before that. I don't know. 99. I don't know. I think I was born when he was still in college. But you know who we do have this year, though? Tom Brody or Tim Brody? Tim Brody. (laughs) (laughs) Tim Brody, man. Do not sleep on Tim Brody. (laughs) The stash. (laughs) Also, happens to be Michigan alum, also. (laughs) Yes. Michigan at the Flint campus, though. Also, uh, used to marry, be married to Giselle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And open kissed his, uh, open mouth kissed his kids. <laughs> Shocking similarities there. Let's move on to the game with the biggest spread of the week. The Texans head out to Baltimore, face the Ravens. The Ravens are 10 point favorites over under is set at 43 and a half. Wyatt, what's your read on this game? Oh boy. Is this a, that's a big, interesting number. game. Big number. Uh, I am honestly not even going to think about taking either of those spreads. Uh, I guess I would lean Baltimore minus 10, but that's just disgusting in a week one play or a week one of the NFL season uh, and Baltimore. I know, you know, Lamar was out for a decent amount of the season. They got maybe a couple upgrades offensively, but not really. I think they actually downgrade on offense and Baltimore just wasn't a great scoring offense last year. Uh, Baltimore's defense, however, was, solid last year i think they downgraded as well and the texans i don't even know if they're gonna score a point this game so i think the play of this game is the under of 44 uh i maybe i'm putting like maybe three points for houston maybe like a 17 to 3 type of baltimore win i can't see this thing even coming close to 30 points like this, I love the under of this game it's one of my favorite plays um of the board but yeah cj Shroud, big question mark we've saw him what throw nine passes in the preseason and they called a good three of those were picks. So we have no idea what he's doing. Davis Mills is a viable backup, but he also made the Texans the worst team in the league last year. Uh, Yeah. It's going to be an ugly, ugly game. It's not going to be a good game uh, for either team. So I would lean, I guess if I had to pick a spread, I'd take Baltimore minus 10 and I would probably take the under in that game. Or I, I will be taking the under in that game. Yeah, I agree on Baltimore. I think Baltimore wins this game handily. Um, I think Baltimore re-elevates themselves back into like top AFC contention this year. I think they're in conversation with Buffalo, Kansas City, and Cincinnati. Really high on Baltimore as long as uh, Lamar stays healthy. Um, and I, I actually like the game over quite a bit. I think uh, Houston's kind of a sneaky over team. At least they were with Davis Mills. I don't think Stroud is going to look very good, but that means turnovers. That means good field position for Baltimore. Um, so I think Baltimore puts up a lot of points themselves. I think uh, Texans put up enough to go over. Um, but yeah, I really like Baltimore here. I think they dominate like, I don't know, 34 to 13 type deal here. Um, and then also Baltimore last year, I remember, I think they were like an eight and a half point favorite week one against the Jets. I remember that because I was on them. Uh, they came out and dominated that game. So um, I guess Harbaugh has them ready to cover big spreads against inferior foes week one. So, yeah, I like Baltimore again. I'll probably end up playing that. Um, and I do like the over quite a bit too. 
Wyatt, I'm with you on the under. Um, I The Texans are so well run. They had a rookie uh, quarterback that they didn't play at all in the preseason. He gets to have his first game against the Baltimore Ravens, who allowed, I believe, the third least points in the league last year. So I feel bad for C.J. Stroud, man. He might he can't read, but he might not be able to see after this game. <laughs> after the one he's going to get sen- through. Oh, no, never mind. I was going to say that's two senses gone, but the ability to read is not a sense. <laughs> But it damn well, well should be if you're damn well if you're funny. <laughs> so I I am very concerned for the Texans in this game. I don't think there's a lot of scoring. Um, if you play in a fantasy league where it's a, just one single week and this is your championship this week, I would consider trading Patrick Mahomes for Justin Tucker. <laughs> Because, I, like you guys said, there's going to be a lot of turnovers, and if they can't punch it in, then Tucker's just going to be banging these in all game long. It's it's going to be an ugly game. And you're probably just down on Patrick Mahomes this week, I assume? That's true. No. Four no. picks. Four picks. Four picks. Four touchdowns. Four he is going to get 276 yards, four picks. 276, I like that. Why, you guys starting this number with two it's gonna be a three guys yeah what 36 <laughs> yeah good good try <laughs> let's move on to uh tim brody's game uh he's not dressing <laughs> so this is going to be baker mayfield starting the tampa bay buccaneers are heading to minnesota to face the vikings vikings are six point favorites over under set at 45 and a half um the Vikings, they went into the draft with a great strategy. They said our defense was terrible last year. We can't let them be terrible again. And they use their first round pick on Jordan Addison. So, <laughs> um, I I still lean the Vikings in this game. I think the Buccaneers offense is going to be fine. I think that their defense is going to be okay. But it's in Minnesota and you got like Kirko Chains with the uh like it's not even goatee. What are you, handlebar mustache right now? Something. <laughs> oh, God. If he's that ugly, that means he's ready to play. He is only focusing on football. Uh, Ethan, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I don't like this game probably enough to play it in any capacity, but I lean Tampa. Uh, I mean, as this video goes, I always lean dogs, but I love week one dogs too. Um. I would lean under, too. I just think this game is kind of slow and boring, honestly. Uh, you know, usually Minnesota games last year were exciting because they have a great offense and zero defense whatsoever has been touched on. But, um, yeah, I just – I don't know. I could see Minnesota coming out a little bit slower. Um, I think Tampa with Baker Mayfield and maybe Tim Brody if they have to call him up. Um, I don't know. I think they can slow and methodically move the football, get a couple field goals, maybe a touchdown, um, keep it close enough within the six. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, both kind of just leans, though, at this point. Don't really feel great uh, on any play in this game. Yeah, this is one of my favorite plays, and I love Minnesota minus six. Uh, thought process here, Minnesota is getting a lot of disrespect um, all throughout the league. Um very disrespected in the NFC North. Uh, everyone's on Detroit, probably rightfully so, but Minnesota was a solid team last year. I know they lost or know they won however many games by, you know, single digit scores. Um, but this team, I think got better this offseason. Obviously their defense is a huge question mark. They lost Dalvin cook. 
But Dalvin was very mediocre last year. I think Madison's going to do just fine. They upgraded at the uh, wide receiver with Addison, and they still have um, uh, Jefferson. So um, I think they're just very underrated, and I think they're just going to come out super fast, super strong, and really shut everyone up and say, oh, maybe Minnesota probably is a – what did they have? 12 wins last year, 11, 12 wins. Maybe they're still going to – yeah, 13. Like maybe they actually are a a contender like everyone – uh, is saying that they're not. So I think they're going to come out super pissed off. I do love Baker Mayfield. Um, I'm hoping him the best. I know he's kind of a, a sneaky little player. He seems to love being in the underdog position, but I just think it's going to be too much. And I think Minnesota might win this one in the 40 to 10 range. I think they might blow this out of the water. Yeah. Purely out of revenge and because they're getting shit on by the public. I, I forgot to mention that. The last time we saw the Vikings play, I believe, was a first-round exit, correct? I think Giants. Was, yeah. Giants, yeah. Yeah, so they, they're coming back in, and they're at home. They know that they let everybody down. They know it, man. And they, and they know they everyone's – good. Yeah, they know everyone's figured the same thing this year. So, yeah, I think they have a lot – this is a huge game for uh, their fan base and for the league, I think. I hmm. think they can make make some waves. Yeah, totally agree. I also quick just want to uh, clarify for those of you who keep asking yourself, who the hell is Tim Brody? Who are these guys talking about? Uh, <laughs> it's in one of our previous videos that Wyatt made. That's uh, I don't even know what it's titled. Something about the Vikings uh, opening matchup. So go check that video out. It's pretty hilarious, but uh, you'll get the Tim Brody um, reference after watching that. The 49ers are going out to Pittsburgh to face the Steelers. Steelers are two and a half point underdogs over under sit at 41. Ethan, what's your read on this? Dude, this game's tough. It seems so easy to take the Niners. I think I have to take uh, Pittsburgh at home. Uh, And the more I think about it, the more I love it. I will be using this in a six point teaser. Uh, You guys know I love my teasers. Uh, I think this is perfect getting the home. Pittsburgh Steelers still have Mike Tomlin, still have a great defense. Uh, get them up over a touchdown, up to plus eight and a half points. Um, like that quite a bit. Not sure if they can win the game outright or cover the two and a half, but that is my lean. Um, Pittsburgh, they're a great week one team. They beat Cincinnati week one last season um, as a pretty big underdog, if I remember right, four or five points. Um, so I guess not huge, but bigger than what their uh, odds are this week. Um we have Brock Purdy coming off uh, elbow surgery and obviously Brock looked good, but uh, all of us talked about how it probably didn't matter who the Niners had at quarterback last year. Their team was just so good that um, you just basically couldn't make a mistake and you'd look okay. So uh, still a little bit left to be seen on how truly good Brock Purdy is. I think he's good. Don't get me wrong, but um, you know, I think, he could have looked a little better last year than maybe exactly what he is. So, yeah, I lean Tomlin with the defense, uh, catching points at home. Um, love Pittsburgh in a teaser here. Um, and then over under 41, I probably – I mean, that's tough too because San Fran could put up so many points. But I'm going to lean the under. Uh, Steelers were money on the under last year, if I remember right. I, I have nothing to back that up. I just remember betting a lot of Pittsburgh unders <laughs> and like, it felt like they kept cashing. So, um, yeah, if I like Pittsburgh, I think I have to like the under here. I think it's low scoring. Um, San Fran also lost last year to Chicago of all teams week one. So, yeah. um, Shanahan didn't maybe have them ready 
to get going and play that first game. Although that was with Trey Lance, that was in Chicago with like a monsoon. So there are some things going on, but yeah, give me Pittsburgh in a teaser. Uh, I'll get a team here in a little bit to pair up with them, but love getting them the plus eight and a half at home. Forgot about those Ethan teasers, uh, getting a little PTSD from some of them last year, tail, but for the most part, they were, they were pretty solid. So I forgot, forgot you're a big teaser guy. Um, I did mess around with some college football teasers and was teasing the totals. Never tease totals. I was such an idiot. Of course, it loses by half a point. Couldn't do anything more stupid on that. So don't tease totals. But I love that you can get them at um, eight and a half. Again, like you said, very weird line here. San Fran minus two and a half. I mean, come on. They're making win by a field goal, right? Um, that's why it's, it's, it sucks. I, I also looked up, and again, I don't really know these websites when it comes to where the line is and where the, the money and the bets are coming. It seems like every site's different. But I looked at Vegas Insider. Heavy money and heavy bets coming in on Pittsburgh. It shifted the line from Pittsburgh plus two to Pittsburgh plus two and a half. So a reverse line movement here. Big money, big bets coming in on Pitt, yet the line is moving in against Pitt's favor. So um, I love Pittsburgh plus two and a half. I'm going to take them. I might uh, might sprinkle in the money line there. Um, San Fran, I do love. It sucks that my Super Bowl predictor predicted winning team uh, a couple weeks back is going to lose uh, week one. But Pittsburgh is getting a lot of hype. I don't know if I believe it, but Pittsburgh's a very tough team at home. I would also side the under in this game. Two very good defenses. But the lot, it's just such a fishy line. And with all that weird movement, again, this was on Vegas Insider. I'm not sure if there's other sites that offer uh, different analysis on this. But I got to go with Pittsburgh on the plus two and a half. The whole reason you're seeing all that money is because of all these damn Twitter videos of Pickens catching these stupid snags, and they're trying to make you guys <laughs> galaxy brain it, like the <laughs> meme, all the numbers and stuff. It's how I feel. San Fran. I'm taking San Fran with the minus two and a half over under. I'm with you, Ethan. I, I see this. You said under, right? I said under. Ethan. Okay, yep. yeah. I'm with you on under. Um, two outstanding defenses. Uh, I don't worry about Brock Purdy's injury at all because they've got McCaffrey. They've got Elijah Mitchell. They've got a great offensive line and he just has to throw screen passes. And then the, his, he's got the receivers to take it. He's got Kittle. Um, Steelers are getting super hyped running against their own guys. So I don't know. They're, I've seen a lot of hype on Pittsburgh this entire offseason. Like you, you see it in the, the whole picket pickings. That they're like the next great combo. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying. It. I might just be falling into the trap, but I think, I think that's what the trap is. I can see it. I like Pittsburgh. <laughs> but I also like San Fran to win the Super Bowl. Also, can can I just say, is there any? picture more hyped for such a meaningless event than all the bears players sliding on a week one win when they finish with the first overall draft pick that is funny <laughs> i never like, put two and two together that is funny they won a game and they did that stupid penguin slide thing and it's like so hyped everybody loves that picture i've seen it on twitter as their profile picture a million times for again they won in a year that they were the worst team in the league yep. that is ironic <laughs> interesting bears fans are a different breed <laughs> that's true that's true 
let's talk about a new upcoming fan base, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're heading into Indianapolis to face the Colts. Colts are five-point home dogs over under sit at 45. Wyatt, you got Trevor Lawrence versus the rookie. What are you feeling? Big Trevor Lawrence guy, big Jacksonville guy. I am all over Jacksonville this game. Uh, I'll probably end up taking them on the minus five. I do like a money line uh, in a parlay that I will be building here shortly. Um, but I love Jacksonville here. Indiana is sim- or Indianapolis is simply, as I say, in piss right now. They are pissing themselves. Their organization's pissing themselves. Their coach is probably pissing them themselves. They have no one. J- JT's gone. However, if you are haven't drafted your fantasy team yet, Deion Jackson snag that dude right now i snagged him in like the 14th round yeah i had like 400 receiving yards last year and 400 rushing yards he's gonna explode anyways indianapolis is in piss uh i don't really trust anthony richardson i think he's more worried about his rapping career than his football career um i saw that he was that got signed he's making like 11 mil on his rapping career and he's only making like four mil on football this year so I don't know where his priorities are. I don't think he really cares too much because his team's going to suck and he's making money. Um, so I just think I'm just very not high on India or Indianapolis at all. So I'm going to go Jacksonville. Um, I will take a minus five. Uh, I do. I will be taking them on the money line in a parlay. And if I had to do the over under, I mean, I would lean the under. I just don't think the Colts can score, but I'm going to go with the over. I think Jacksonville can put up like 38 maybe, and hopefully Indianapolis can score. But uh, so I'll go with the over. I don't love it, but fair plays Jacksonville on the money line in that game. Yeah, I uh, I liked Jacksonville money line earlier, like weeks ago. I think they were a three point favorite, two and a half money line was like minus one fifty. Don't love it as much now, um, and I can't lay the spread with Jacksonville now. So I would lean Indy uh, home d- divisional home dog plus the points. Um, I do not know the uh, record for week one divisional home dogs, but it's something insane. They've covered like 60 some odd percent, 67 maybe, 68. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, at this point, here's my issue, though. I also heard a stat today. Rookie quarterbacks week one straight up in the last I don't know how many years. They're like 25, 120 and four or something ridiculous like that. Wow. Right. They don't win. They don't win. So. Now you're basically asking Jacksonville to win by one to five points, which is also another tough ask. So I don't know what to make of this game. I'm kind of upset I didn't take Jacksonville money line earlier. Um, yeah, I mean, I think if this gets up to six points, I'll take the Colts more than likely. Um, right now, I would just pass. Favorite play would probably be the under. I uh, don't think um, – really don't think either team puts up too many points in this game. I think it sails under – uh, divisional unders week one, I know, is another huge hit rate. Um, I actually know someone who plays every single week one divisional under just religiously. It doesn't even matter what the teams are um, just because it hits so often. So, uh, yeah, under 45 would be my best bet in this game. I changed mine to under. I forgot it's divisional because it's the worst conference in the league that or divisional league. Totally forgot about that. So I changed to the under. Still like Jacksonville, though, minus five. Well, then we're all in agreement there on the under, but you know what that 68% says to me, Ethan? It's not fucking 69, dude. It's not (laughs) 69%, my guy. Jacksonville, 
Minus five, dude. Trevor Lawrence, he's going to get it done. Jacksonville, we just saw them beat the Chargers in the playoffs and then barely lose to the Super Bowl champions in the next round versus the Indianapolis Colts, who they can't even get their own owner to stop stop talking shit on their own team. I mean, the way he's coming at Taylor this offseason has been so wild, so out of pocket. Um, the Colts are fractured from the inside, and Jags are not going to do anything to help them. I think Jacksonville wins. If they if they don't cover 14, I'll be surprised. Mm. Love not only uh, that, too, I, I forgot to mention, I think the Colts are on like an eight-year week one losing streak. They can't win week one. Even when they had Andrew Luck, they couldn't win when they were like one of the top teams in the NFL. They lost this Jags team and Houston, I think, during the stretch when they were both dog shit. Um, and new head coach, right? Yes. So the ch- scheme change, too. Yes. For these receivers. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I see those wheels turning. He's wanting to join us on Jacksonville, Wyatt. Yeah. He's I wanting can't. to. I, I'm more so wanting to turn back about three, four weeks and bet Jacksonville minus 150 money line or whatever the hell it was at, but. Yeah, I'm passing on that side. I cannot play it. Okay. Can't back the Colts. Can't play uh, Jacksonville with minus five. Well, let's talk about another fun game. The Tennessee Titans head down to New Orleans facing the Saints. Saints are three-point favorites over under set at 41.5. Guys, this is going to shock you what I'm I'm about to say. The Titans are never going to be better than they are this week. (laughs) <laughs> they're only going to get older and more beat up as the year goes on. Right now, we know they have Derrick Henry and DeAndre Hopkins. Um, with the three, I'm going to surprise you guys. I'm going to take the Titans. Oof. I'm going to take the Titans plus three. I, I know they got Derek Carr and a lot of great receiving options. Saints have a good defense. Titans defense a little bit slept on, and I think Dan Campbell is going to have that team ready to go. Alvin Kamara is suspended. Um, it's the ugliest one and probably the only time I picked the Titans all year. That is disgusting. Wyatt, go <laughs> ahead. Um, I decided to stay away from what team to pick here. I love the over. Love the over in this game. It's at 41. Okay. So I am trusting that the worthless Titans can put up 20, but I think uh, the Saints can put up 27-ish. Uh, but, yeah, you, you said it. they're going to be healthy for the first week probably. I also did the no running back strategy in a or no wide receiver strategy in a fantasy draft, and I have DeAndre Hopkins as my wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. So I will be rooting for Tennessee, rooting for D-Hop, rooting for Henry. I do think Tennessee is going to put up a battle. I do think the Saints ultimately win the game. I'm just not going to mess with that spread. It's disgusting, and I can't bet on Tennessee. Not this early uh, after what they did to me last year. So I'm just going to go with them to score some points, and I think Derek Carr with um, uh, Olave and Michael Thomas are going to get it done for the Saints. So 27-20, but the over is going to hit there. Probably the Saints win as well. So you lead New Orleans then? I do. Love New Orleans, minus three. Tennessee sucks. Tennessee is getting 78% of the bets and 81% of the money. Public's all over. Titans love New Orleans at home. Uh, I like the under quite a bit. This actually so far is my favorite under that we've talked about. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't see Tennessee. Favorite under? Damn it. I don't see Tennessee moving the ball through the air. 
uh, which means you're going to have to keep it on the ground. Derrick Henry is uh, the old Kansas guy that we've talked about so much. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, New Orleans doesn't have Alvin Kamara. He's out with that suspension. Um, you know, Michael Thomas is probably still nursing a toe injury from 2011. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like the under quite a bit. Uh, Derek Carr, new offense, new pieces. Um, and this thing I'm looking at, which I don't really take this into any account. I just think it's kind of funny. It says predicted score. Titans 9.5, uh, Saints 16.9. So they clearly think this game stays under the total. Um, but yeah, I I actually like both those plays quite a bit. Um, I'm scared because as I'm as we're talking about these, I'm like, damn, I think I'm going to have to bet that. And I think I might have a lot of money out this weekend. But love them both. Uh, we'll probably end up betting both of those. So I assume you guys aren't taking Tennessee at any point this year then. This is the best they're going to be right here. I I'm I'm so scarred from last year. Yeah. So yeah. For anyone I probably will. Give me give me week two. <laughs> okay. I don't know. They might cover against the Texans. <laughs> That's an underdog. That's true. That's true. Let's move on to the next best game. The Arizona Cardinals. Head out to Washington to face the Commanders. Commanders are seven-point favorites. Over-under set at 38. This is actually the lowest total of the week. So, Wyatt, what are you feeling, man? It's your DC guys. Yeah. Uh, I have all caps. Stay away from this game. Um, Honestly, this is a – this is – I would love to bet these teams in the upcoming weeks, but I want to see what both these teams are going to do. Arizona, no idea who their starting quarterback is going to be. Pretty sure Kyler Murray's not playing. I don't, sure yeah, no. not playing. So they got Dobbs and some other dude. Washington has Sam Howell, who was decent in college, but hasn't really played in the NFL. Um, so I want to see what these teams are doing. So I'm going to take a week off on this game, but I would lean um, Commander. I'm going to lean the Cardinals plus seven. I think the Commanders win, but I'll take the Cardinals plus seven again give me i hate it but give me the over of this if i'm taking the cardinals i i mean this is why i say stay away it's it's such a gross game uh plus seven on the cardinals over 38 i just puked in my mouth <laughs> took the words out of my mouth because i was gonna say i'm bringing it back this is the puke in the mouth game of the week it's absolutely disgusting let's go um however uh the only way i could play is i take Washington in that teaser with Pittsburgh, get them just to win the football game. Uh, I'll be shocked if they lose to Arizona at home. I couldn't even be mad about it. I think it's a smart bet. Um, so woe is me if they lose this. But um, also my survivor pools might take a heavy hit because I'm pretty high on Washington. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, give me Washington in the teaser minus one with uh, Pittsburgh plus eight and a half. Uh, love that play. Now, would you take and Washington under. against the spread? I actually lean Arizona against the spread, which is okay. makes me nervous. But it's because I I love the under two. I don't think there's many points scored. Um, like this could legit be like ten to three Washington. It's gonna be disgusting. All right, guys. Well, how quickly we forget that uh, Baltimore Ravens preseason loss that they suffered to Washington <laughs> back a few weeks ago on the damn Super Bowl. <laughs> listen Washington defense is legit 
and Arizona Cardinals is trash even with Kyler Murray. Now they have a backup quarterback playing, and what this is also is the the opening of the Eric Bieniemy offense in Washington. We've seen that they look pretty good. Sam Howell looked pretty good, and I think that they're going to tear the Cardinals apart. Once again, I'm I can see this being a 14 point game. I think Washington's going to dismantle the Cardinals, and I'll take the over. I'm that confident in it. Really? This is one of my you, favorite plays. Did you just say 14 points is a dismantling? <laughs> well, I'm saying I can see that happening easily. Like, I'd put money on it. But oh, I can okay. I can see them losing by, like, 40. I can see this be, like, 45-0. <laughs> okay. Considering those three thunder. pick sixes. I love so we had, this. Thunder. We had two puking mouths on this game, then one possibly his most confident play. <laughs> <laughs> That seems about par for the course for this group. There's a reason your overall record is much higher than me and Ethan's. So. <laughs> True. Hey, man, we're going to see about this football season. Uh, let's go to the next game. This is another divisional game. The Cincinnati Bengals head to Cleveland to face the Browns. Browns are two-and-a-half-point home dogs. Over-under set at 47-and-a-half. Um, oh, man, for this game, this is a tough one. I believe this line is so suppressed due to the concerns with Joe Burrow. Um, I still feel like I lean the Bengals in this game. I I like the Browns a lot. Um, I would take the under in this one. I like the under the most. Like you guys said earlier, divisional game. Both the Browns have a good defense. Bengals have a, a respectable defense. The Bengals just have so much more offensive firepower. I'm going to go with the Bengals with that low number, too, of only two and a half. Uh, Ethan, what do you think? Yeah, this game scares me. Yeah. Cleveland is somehow getting 87% of the bet, 82% of the money from what from my source here. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, like you said, it, what is the word on Joe Burrow? I don't even know. Is he Pretty supposed sure to... he's playing. Yeah, I think he's fine. See, I this confuses me. Um, but I also heard like a week or two ago, I think Cleveland in the last eight matchups against Cincinnati are like six and two straight up. They play him tough. They play him really tough. Um, but man, two and a half. I'll take Cleveland. I'm gonna side with the public. I think. Uh, love the under once again divisional uh, week one matchup. Um, yeah, definitely not confident. You guys know me. I love fading the Bengals, but I'm not confident enough to do it week one here. Um, probably not confident enough to lay the under either. I'll probably pass on this game altogether. But lean the under, lean Cleveland. Yeah, uh, same exact thing. Uh, Cleveland plus two and a half, under 47 and a half. Ugly, ugly game. I probably will not be betting this. Uh, but from my site, money and the bets are on Cleveland spread. Um just kind of like that San Francisco game, terrible line. Like who really is going to be taking uh, the Browns at plus two and a half? Who's really going to be taking the Pitts or the Steelers at plus two and a half? So there's a reason the line is like that because someone definitely is hammering that. Uh, probably someone smarter than me or with way more money than me, probably both. <laughs> but yeah, I got to go with the with the, what I believe is a sharp play, which would be Cleveland plus two and a half. Then just because of the divisional game, I will go with the under. Okay, let's head to another divisional game. The Panthers head down to Atlanta to face the Falcons. 
Falcons three and a half point favorites over under set at 39 and a half. Wyatt, this is your boy, dude. Oh yeah, it sure is. Um, I'm going to fade them. I'm just going to take the, the Falcons at minus three and a half. This line, I believe opened at two and a half or two. So this has moved up quite a bit of points uh, in favor of the Falcons. I see both big money and bets coming in on Atlanta. Um, so it's probably sharp and public at the same time. So our sharp money and public money don't love being on the popular side, but I they kind of like the CJ Stroud status. Uh, Bryce Young did not get a whole lot of reps in preseason. And when he did, he sucked. So um, Atlanta also sucked this preseason. So it's really hard, but I think Atlanta is just a better roster, better team. Um, I like Ritter. I think Ritter is, I like him more than Bryce Young as of now. Um, so I'd go with Kara or sorry, with the Falcons at minus three and a half um over under in this game geez i'd probably go under carolina couldn't even score in the preseason which is really hard to not do um so i'll go the under in this and uh i think the falcons can cover the three and a half yeah i'm uh same boat here i lean atlanta but i wish i would have gotten it at two two and a half don't want to cross the three so i'll bring back a strategy that i used uh, quite a bit on me and Wyatt's cover two podcasts i've probably used it on better and green as well but uh if I am playing this game, I'll probably do two units on Atlanta money line um, and not even worry about the spread here um, or double units. If you want to use two units and make it four, uh, whatever you do. But um, yeah, again, that stat I heard about rookie quarterbacks, like 25, 120 and four or whatever uh, in their first in their debut. No way I'm back in Carolina on the road. And uh, as I've kind of told you guys in the last couple of weeks, I'm oddly high on Atlanta. Uh, I think they're like a nine or 10 win football team. So yeah, I'll take Atlanta. Uh, we'll have to see how, how I'm feeling come Sunday, but if anything, it'll be two units Atlanta money line. Atlanta sucked last year, but what I remember the most about their seasons that they were the cover Kings. Mm-hmm. They were ridiculous last year. So I don't have a bunch more to add. You guys hit all the talking points. I'm going to go Atlanta as well and go the under as well. A lot of divisional games this week, week one. Uh, Packers head to Chicago to face the Bears. This is basically a pick Bears are one-point favorites. Over-under set at 43. Ethan, NFC North matchup, which way are you leaning? Yeah. Earlier, again, probably two weeks ago, Green Bay was my favorite bet of the entire weekend. Uh, I think they were plus two and a half. Absolutely loved it. Green Bay is getting all the money, um, which scares me away, but... Yeah, I, I just don't know if I can bet it now. I would lean Green Bay money line. I think they they win. I think um, you know, obviously Aaron Rodgers leaving. Everyone's kind of jumping off Green Bay. Um, like I assume they did when Brett Favre left. I think I was a little bit too young to really realize um, that deep into football. But I assume everyone jumped off when it was Rodgers taking over for Favre. Obviously, Rodgers was a stud. Um, so I'm not ready to say love is any worse than. Uh, what Rodgers and Favre were. I, I still think they're really well coached. They'll have good uh, pieces around them. So I like Green Bay. I'm very anti-Chicago. I think Chicago's going to suck again. Um, again, divisional under, I would lean it. Part of me likes it a lot. However, Justin Fields does scare me because uh, he can put up points quick with his feet. Um, yeah, I don't know. Favorite play probably at this point under 43. Um Public money scares me off of Green Bay. 
Yeah, another tough game where I would probably stay away from. Uh, one game play I am kind of leaning is Green Bay. I don't even know who the kicker is. It doesn't matter. Green Bay kicker points over. Um, I think this is going to be a lower scoring game. This is kind of what I like to do in these low scoring divisional matchups. I would do the same for Chicago, but I'm worried that they are probably going to go for a decent amount of fourth downs on the red zone. Um, Green Bay will probably just settle for the points, but I think this is going to be like a, I don't know, 13 to nine type of game, something like that, or whatever, however many points, but usually kicking points is like six and a half probably. So I would take the over of that on the Green Bay kicker. Um, I think you probably have three field goals easily. Um, but yeah, this is gonna be an ugly game. Uh, two pretty new teams. Green Bay has a complete new offense. Chicago obviously has Justin Fields, but uh, new running back set in Chicago as well. So it's an ugly game. I definitely lean the under. I'd probably lean Green Bay in that. Um, and then kicker kicking points would be my biggest suggestion on that game for the Green Bay kicker. Love Green Bay. Love Green Bay this week. Um, also, we can't let Chicago sneak into the playoffs with as much shit as we've been talking all offseason. <laughs> um, Green Bay, Ethan, you said it perfectly. Everybody's. It's weird to see all the money on Green Bay because I think the public perception is very down on Green Bay where Chicago, it seems very positive. Um, Chicago got a lot of new pieces. Yes. It's also week one. So all these new running backs, DJ Moore, he's brand new. There's, there's nothing like true game speed and there it's going to take a while. Even their defensive pieces, it's going to take a little bit for them to truly gel. So I like green Bay money line. I wouldn't even mess with the spread. Um, it's hard not to go the under two, just because I think that Green Bay has a good defense, and I don't think they. I think both offenses could struggle quite a bit. Also, uh, Jordan Love, I'm actually not as low on him as a lot of people are. I think he'll be fine, but this is one of those divisional games too, where the coaches and teams really know each other, so right. it's it's very easy to take the under. One of the weirdest games and weirdest lines. The Eagles are at New England. New England is only four-point underdogs at home. Over-under set at 45. Wyatt, what's going on here, dude? You tell me, my man. This one is uh, this one's terrifying. The obvious play, probably the ob- most obvious play on the weekend is to take the Eagles minus four. I can't. I can't do that. I I want to be a profitable better. Um so I feel like you got to go Pats at the plus four there. It's so disgusting. And I, again, kind of puking in my mouth there. But why? When I don't have no idea what this line opened at. I would have thought it would probably open as a touchdown-ish favorite for the Eagles, who were just coming off as one of their best seasons in history, lost in the, in the Super Bowl, obviously. But minus four to the Pats team, who's looked miserable in the preseason, lost everyone. Uh, I, I just I, I can't buy the line. I have no idea. But – Got to trust Vegas and the Sharps are doing something right. I hate it, but I'll, I'll take the the Patriots at plus four. And again, I'm just destroying or unloading on these unders. But if it's gonna, if the Pats are gonna cover the plus four, it's got to be a low scoring game. There's no way the Pats are scoring in the 30s. So um, I'll, I'll go the under and the Pats plus four. But I I absolutely hate it. But I think I have I have I hate it. But I think I have to play. I actually have to bet on the bats, not just say it. I think I actually will be betting the Patriots. It sucks, but I think it's a must bet. I think it's the biggest must bet of the weekend, to be honest. 
Yeah, the ones that feel the absolute grossest usually turn out to be the most profitable, I've come to find. So I'm in the exact same boat, although I don't know if I can bet New England. Um, you said you can't bet Philly. I don't think I can bet New England, uh, but I do think they're the right side. Um, I am seeing 94% of the money on Philly and 70% of the bet. So that tells me a sharp, a sharp is either on Philly or some rich asshole just went in there and laid down like half of his net worth on Philly. Um, yeah, I, this line sucks. I mean, it's got to be New England, I think. Um, also, didn't think you could have a week one revenge spot, but uh, New England probably <laughs> does with that Super Bowl loss to Nick Foles. I bet that still burns up Bill Belichick, so he's probably pissed. Um, half joking. But, yeah, I mean, I'm actually relieved to see this game because it's like the first one I've looked at where I absolutely don't want any piece of this. Um, so I might save my bankroll just a touch with this game. Don't think I'll touch it at all. So we have a week one revenge game from Ethan and a week one hangover game from Ethan so far. Yep. It's week one. There's week nothing one. before it. <laughs> <laughs> Six months ago. True. Philly hangover too. I like, <laughs> I, I might play New England. <laughs> God damn it. We are starting off super super opposite this year because i'm taking philly man i don't see what what new england can do to win this game because i don't think that their defense is good enough to stop them um like a whole bunch and keep it super low scoring but i also don't think that their offense is good enough to get by that philadelphia defense i just think philadelphia's better on every side of the ball and it's it's a super weird line i get it but I mean, they only have to cover four. I'm kind of, like I'm. I'm a little surprised you guys said Patriots because Mac Jones sucks and he's throwing to Juju. Hey, this is what me and Ethan just do, though. We just find the grossest line and be like, someone Why? smarter than us made this line for a reason, and it's not budging. So what the hell is going on? Belichick I, I, got I, I, a long time to game plan for this this offense i the more and more i think on it the more and more i like new england i and i might play it completely agree with everything you just said ben <laughs> but why the hell is the line at four it should be a touchdown it should be seven and a half to be honest that I was line just should be say, right at seven and a half i was just gonna say if this were a seven and a half line i'd probably lean philly yeah hands down <laughs> but why how does just that make take sense it, because that's just the right it. line that's what it should be it should be seven and a half should be eight and a half new england money line but it's four <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I kind of like New England money line. <laughs> oh I mean, Philly is my fade team this year. Yeah, I'm playing New England. Okay, I'm putting one unit on New England spread. Also, Ben, I could look like an idiot. I, absolutely. Ben, are you the rich asshole that laid half a mil on uh, Philly here? I might have been. Okay. I might have been. I might have been walking to work the last couple of days, but I don't have to drive I mean, for a few have... weeks. You've been printing money uh, basically all summer long. Well, shit, since we started this thing. So I wouldn't put it past you. I'm hoping, dude. I'm, I'm just <laughs> hoping. I got a college fund to focus on that. <laughs> I got to start making money somehow. It ain't coming from my job. Uh, let's move on to another divisional game. The Raiders head to Denver to face the Broncos. Broncos are four-point favorites. Over-under set at 44. Odd line, AFC West. Um, 
matchup. Looking at this, Broncos, they get their first game with Sean Payton. I'm expecting a bounce back from a Russell Wilson this year. I definitely think so. I think that he's got the coach to do it. Uh, I don't think he's got who's corn dog, corn ball, uh, Jets offensive coordinator anymore. I forget no. his name right now. Nathaniel God, Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett. I hate that guy, dude. Um, it's that's a weird. This four concerns me more than the previous four. I think the Broncos have the better defense. I. That offense is tough. Those offenses are close because they do have Devontae Adams. If the Broncos had Jerry Judy, I'd say Broncos are better, but I believe Jerry Judy is not playing in this game. Um, Let me see. I wrote down before, so I'm just going to stick to my guns. This one is – I would not bet this game. This is one I'd stay away from. I would do an under in this one, and I got Broncos minus four. <sighs> yeah. Um. I've said every under in every game, I think. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm going to go off page here and just take the over. One of these divisional games has to go <laughs> over. And I will agree with you on the Broncos at minus four. This line doesn't okay. really scare me that much. I think the Broncos is probably the obvious choice. But minus three, minus four is probably, it seems like, the accurate line. Um, I think Vegas is going to be a little better than people think. But they're still going to struggle. Um, I do like Jimmy G. But, again, it's Jimmy G. Jacobs, I think, is going to be better than people think. But I think the Broncos can get it done. I would love the Broncos on the money line if you want to throw that into yes. a uh, into a parlay. But I think the Broncos cover the minus four. And I always go over 44 for shits and giggles because I've, I think I've said eight unders in a row, and it's driving me crazy. Yeah, I mean, we basically see eye to eye with the uh, the unbettableness of the side. Yeah. Um, I also think Ross bounces back, but I'm also a Jimmy G guy. So uh, just – I don't know. There's probably not that much separation in my mind between those two, honestly. Um, so I guess I would lean divisional dog with the points, even though they're on the road. Won't be betting the side at all in this game. Um, love the under. 17-13. Over under 50 receiving yards, Hunter Renfro. Uh, over. In the first quarter? Over. <laughs> yeah. 17 targets, too. Yeah. 17 targets. Yeah. Yep. They didn't even get Devontae Adams out of there, man. He's just taking yeah, up dude. space for Renfro. He's, taking, he's, he's taking up air. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Might as well just trot gonna, out 10. There's, it's already in Denver. There's not going to be that much air. You might as well just go like nine on the O-line and just leave Renfro out there and uh, <laughs> yeah. come do his thing. Let the man cook. <laughs> uh, Rams head out to Seattle. Seahawks are five and a half point favorites over under set at 46 and a half. Ethan, another divisional game in Seattle. Seattle was very popular last year. Rams, they really kind of shit the bed and they're looking like they're not going to be very great this year. Cooper cup drama. What are you thinking? Yeah, it's disgusting, but one of my favorite bets of the week Rams plus five and a half. Um, been looking at this one for honestly, probably like six weeks. Uh, it started getting down. I think it was four and a half before the Cooper Cup news. So kind of happy to see it back up to five and a half. Um, but the one thing that concerns me more than Cooper Cup is that quote from Stafford like a week or two ago about not connecting with his young, the young guys on the team. Um, but I still like it. I mean, five, five and a half as an underdog is 
probably my favorite bet to make in the NFL. Uh, it's just such a weird, disgusting line um, that I feel like it usually hits. So, yeah, I like the Rams plus five and a half. I think they have a good chance to win this game outright. Uh, and then definitely don't have a strong lean towards the over. So I'll just by default take another divisional under here. And I actually kind of like the under. 46 and a half seems like a lot uh, for definitely a Rams team that couldn't really put up points last year. And uh, Seattle could put up points, but I think they'll regress quite a bit this year. Yeah, love the Rams. I have the Rams plus five and a half and the Rams on the money line in this game. Um, Staff Daddy is going to be back. Uh, I don't really care if he can't talk with his younger guys because he doesn't really have any young wide receivers anyways. All of his wide receivers are veterans pretty much, and that's kind of all he cares about. Akers, we all, I'm pretty sure we're all in consensus, is going to have a bounce back year. Um, Cooper Cup, obviously that hamstring, I can tell you, I don't know why everyone's freaking out. Well, they should be freaking out, but why no one can figure out what's going on. It's because he tore his ACL, and this is what happens when you tear your ACL or blow up your knee. You overcompensate on your other leg, which means his one hamstring is getting way more work than his other hamstring, and that's how he's pulling it. And he keeps pulling it because he overs- he's overcompensating. That's literally, I should be a doctor. I should be a PT because that's exactly what's happening. And he's a little gingerly on his one leg, so his other leg takes more of the heat. So that'll just take time. He just needs to get a little confidence in his knee. I don't know if he's playing this game. I think he's still listed as day-to-day. Either or, I like the Rams in this. I think the Rams are going to win. I think the Seattle was kind of a one-hit wonder last year, kind of a – Crazy thing that happened. Gino, is he really going to play that well again? I mean, maybe, but he's been in the league for how many years and has never had a season like he did last year. He also has a great wide receiver core, um, but DK is getting old. Lockett, I think, is going to get – this is probably Lockett's last year in Seattle, probably even the league. Um, JSN's fine. He's dealing with a little bit of an injury. He's fine, but he's a solid wide receiver. But I think the Rams are going to win this game, and I do think this game's going to go over the 46 and a half. Like you said, Ethan, it's kind of alarmingly high for a Rams team that couldn't really score. Um, Seattle, we all know, can score, but I think the Rams might win this game in a shootout. There are so many things I want to touch on here. I don't even know where to begin. So, first off, Gino is spelled G O A T. Um, and then why I just said that JSN, he's all right. If this guy was on the lions, he would be the next coming of Calvin Johnson, man. This dude <laughs> is so good. He was, he just, he, just looks like an uglier shroud. <laughs> okay. While that is true, <laughs> he, he's a great receiver, man. And he's the third option there. DK, he is getting older, but I wouldn't say he's old yet. DK, I think he's going to have tons of value this year. Uh, I like the under the most in this game because of Stafford's lack of uh, confidence in his receivers and that we think Cam Akers is going to have a big uh, bounce back year. I think Cam Akers is going to see a lot of work this game. I think he's going to see a lot of work in the running game and the passing game. I'm seeing a lot of screens and stuff to him also. Um, I think this game stays low scoring. Um the Rams, the, the Rams right now are paying for their sins of the Super Bowl. They paid all those guys, and now they're just in cap hell. Um, they have Aaron Donald and Matt Stafford, and then you got an injured Cooper Cup. I I'm very concerned about the Rams this year. It's very possible that Sean McVay come back because they're going to be getting a first round pick, and he can get Caleb Williams and re kind of reset the team. We'll see. Um, Seattle's just so good. I think they're going to stay good. I'm going to take Seattle at the five and a half. A lot of uh, different views here. Yes. <laughs> yes. One of us will be right. Yes. 
That's the good thing. We'll clip that one. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite game, the one I'm looking forward to most in week one, Dolphins head out to Los Angeles to face the Chargers. Chargers are three-point favorites. Over-under is set at 51. If Zach was here, this would be his game, man. This is his Dolphins. Ethan, what are you thinking, man? Yeah, this game should be exciting. Um, I'll, I'll give out an over, finally. Uh, I think this yes. game is fun, high-flying. We actually had this matchup last year. I remember it pretty well. I think it was a Sunday night game. Um, the Chargers were pretty much the first team last year to figure out how to stop the air raid of Miami and ultimately won them that football game. Um, so, I mean, there's not really revenge for Miami, but I think Miami's going to have a different game plan going in. Um try to stop or try to get past that defense that stopped them so well last year. Um, yeah. And ultimately I think Miami's the better team. So I'll take the three points on the road. I uh, don't have any problem with that. And yeah, I'll take uh, over 51. Unfortunately, I'm sure I won't be able to watch this game. They probably won't air it on TV in Michigan, which sucks because uh, it should be one of the funner, funner. Okay. More fun <laughs> <laughs> games uh, of the weekend. Um, so yeah, I'll take the, uh, the over and Miami or yeah, Miami plus three and after you <sighs> scored 10 touchdowns <laughs> Ten. Nice. in the first quarter. Um, yeah, very weird game here. In my opinion, uh, big money and big bets on, or, and bet percentage on Miami. Uh, yet the line has moved from the chargers minus two to the chargers minus three, again, according to Vegas insider. So something fishy going on there, but I am going to agree that Miami plus three is going to be the play. And I'm also going to agree that this is going to be an over game, uh, way too much offense. Um, Herbert, you got, uh, Tua, great. I mean, three wide receivers on the chargers, three wide receivers on the, um, uh, or two wide receivers on the, on the. The Dolphins. So I think this game is going to go flying over. Going to be a shootout. I do think Miami at plus three is going to be the. It might push, um, but if you want to take maybe a plus three and a half somewhere, um, but I can see this being like 34 31. Um, I think the Chargers might win, but I could very well see the Miami coming. So I'll take Miami plus three um, and the over as well. All right. We're all locked up on this game. So we can all agree on that. Love Miami plus three. Love the over. Um, how can I not love the over when I have Tyreek Hill leading the league in receiving yards and Herbert leading in passing yards? I think that it starts right here this game. Um, I love it. It's also an indoor stadium. Well, indoor, but <laughs> but I Great just stadium. think we're throwing it around. Yes. I've been there for a national championship game that I don't care about. <laughs> uh, Sunday night. The Cowboys head to New York to face the Giants. Giants are three-point home dogs. Over-under set at 46-and-a-half. Another weird line, guys. Wyatt, what are you thinking? I don't know, man. Uh, I would probably have to lay the points with the Giants at home. Um, I think the I mean, Cowboys are America's team. Cowboys are very popular. Um, I think the Giants might cover at home. I think the Giants might win it at home. Um, so I'll go Giants, and again, divisional under 46 and a half is high. But these teams, I think this is going to be a, a brutal battle back and forth. I think it's going to be very low scoring. So I'll go the under as well. Favorite game of the week, favorite bet of the week, uh, two-unit play on uh, Dallas Moneyline. Uh, I think Dallas wins. think New York sucks ass this year like they probably should have last year. 
think they're like a five, six win football team. Dallas is going to be probably a 12 win football team in my opinion. Um, absolutely love Dallas. Uh, the home, the divisional home dog piece does scare me. Um, but I'm seeing money coming in on the giants. So, uh, I think the public kind of sees that divisional home dog and likes that and sees the Giants team that got a playoff win last year. Um, yeah, I'm not a believer in the Giants at all. Love the Cowboys this year, um, which sucks because I typically hate the Cowboys. But, uh, yeah, we'll be re- rooting heavy for the Cowboys. And I said two-unit play. It's going to be at least a two-unit play. It'll probably be my biggest bet of the weekend. Absolutely love Dallas to win this game and the under. Ethan, I'm I think Dallas that. could win like 31 to 10. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't love anything on the Giants. But with the Cowboys, I love that defense. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of running this game. So that's why I love that under so much. The Giants, Saquon's their main guy. They're going to want to use Tony Pollard. Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn, anybody? He might get a little bit of playing time. Um, Cowboys got a lot of offensive weapons, too. I wish they would have kept Dalton Schultz. This would be one of the best offenses in the league. But we'll see about Jake Ferguson. Last yeah. game, last game on the slate Monday night, the Buffalo Bills headed New York to face the Jets. Jets are two and a half point underdogs over under set at 46 and a half. This is Aaron Rodgers versus Josh Allen. A lot of hype on the Jets. The Jets were the uh, hard knocks team. They got Aaron Rodgers. So now it should fix all of their uh, defensive or their offensive woes. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm taking the Bills to beat them. I'm taking the Bills to cover. Um, I'm also taking the over in this game, which I know that might be a little uh, contrary to the opinion, but I think that they're both going to be able to score. So I think Rodgers does help them in that factor. But Josh Allen, I believe they won the division last year. And I don't know. They're slight favorites right to win this year it's mm-hmm. very close because they got mm-hmm. miami and new york uh fighting for that spot this is his first game we saw him getting pissed off in that first preseason game that he played um he he didn't look good it's going to take some time to get um those connections and alan lazard randall cobb don't do it for me i don't see garrett wilson being him week one and then Brees hall coming off an acl injury and then you got an older dalvin cook that signed um, right, kind of like in, at the end of training camp. So I, I lean the Bills. Uh, why I see you shaking your head over there. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm all over the Bills in this. Okay. Uh, hard knocks over in um in Jacks or sorry in New York Jets. Uh, a lot of I mean everyone's watching that. Great, actually it sucked this year, but uh, a lot of people watching that. A lot of people on the Jets. Aaron Rodgers movement to the Jets. I believe you sent me a, a TikTok a couple weeks back of the similarities between this Jets team and last year's Broncos team. It's pretty much the same exact thing. Um, So I love the bills. I'm going to take the bills on the money line bills at minus two and a half. Uh, I'll throw in the over. I think it'll maybe be competitive. I think Rogers can maybe do something, but I'll go the over, uh, but I love the bills. I'm taking the bills money line. Uh, I told you with the Jacksonville on the money line, that's plus plus one forty-four, And then the minus two and a half as well, but love Buffalo love. I'll sprinkle the over. Yeah, we might be walking right into our first squad ride of the year, boys, because I absolutely love Buffalo. Uh said Dallas was my favorite, but Buffalo was a close second probably. Absolutely love them. Um, everything you guys just said. I mean, I'm 
I don't think the Jets are going to be that good this year. Um, fade the hard knocks. Uh, not only that, 79% of the bet coming in on um, New York, and only 44% of the money, which means Sharps are all over Buffalo. Um, yeah, I think Buffalo is still the team to beat in this division, even though, like you said, Ben, it is close um, with the Dolphins and the Jets, um, which I do like that play, by the way, Buffalo to win the division plus 120. I think there's a lot of value in that. Um, but yeah, love Buffalo. I'll play them on the money line as well, probably at least two unit play. Um, don't hate the one unit minus 142 either, but not going to mess with the two and a half. Uh, I think Buffalo gets the job done. And then I will differ with you guys again. I'll just lean under primetime divisional game. Um, one of my favorite ways to attack NFL primetime divisional under. So I'll lean the under. I'll probably play the under. We'll definitely have money on Buffalo. Okay. So I think the two we agreed on most was this one and then Miami. What do we feel? You're feeling Buffalo, Ethan? Why? It sounded like you were feeling Buffalo. I love Buffalo. Buffalo is my favorite play of the weekend. Okay. Yeah. If you guys are feeling super confident, I like Buffalo too. I say let's go Buffalo. Cool. Love it. Okay. Buffalo minus two and a half for the squad ride. And then going through our big three, I'll start. And then uh, Ethan, I'll have you take over next. Man, all of mine are ones that I think were contradicting you guys. So my first one is Eagles minus four. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, wait, are you, are you going through all three, Ben? Uh, how do we want to do it? That'll probably uh, quicker if we do it that way. Yeah, I think last year we did all three. Okay. I'm going to go Eagles minus four. I'll just give out all my spreads because we were all on uh, Chargers Miami over. So I will do Eagles minus four, Commanders minus seven, 49ers minus two and a half. Okay. I will do... Um... Bring back the teaser. I'll do the Pittsburgh plus eight and a half commanders minus one teaser. Um, let's Pitt go plus with eight and a half and what? Uh, commanders minus one. Okay. Let's go with. Um, let's do the under for Dallas, New York. And then let's go with. The under for um, man, there's a lot of unders I love. Let's go the under for Vegas and Denver. Big under guy. Big under guy. His favorite uh, artist is Carrie Underwood. <laughs> did you did you say anything about the Rams? Do you do the Rams? Nope. Okay. I will do Rams plus five and a half. I will do a two-team parlay with the Vikings and the Jags on the money line. And then I will do... Damn. I will do the... uh... Give me those pesky Steelers at plus two and a half. Don't love it, but... Well, Dan, there Got goes it. our nine and zero. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for that section. Um, make sure you guys also head over to bettergreen.com to read some of our articles. Uh, join the 
the Survivor and the Weekly Pickums. There is still time. Uh, join Splash Sports, that Survivor League also. Um, we'll kind of be following up with that also throughout the year. So we'll give shout-outs to whoever's like leading at the end of each week. Um, nice way to kind of get get some props there. Uh, SeatGeek, we actually just got approved for them. If you have not used SeatGeek yet, you can use code BETTERGREEN for $20 off your first purchase. That's pretty darn good. So better green, all caps. Um, Ethan's Binge Clearers, new segment here for this show. Ethan, did you want to preface what we're going to be drafting, or did you want me to take it? Um, I'll let you take it, but I do have one uh, seat geek comment. Yes, do it. Uh, if you are one of the four Arizona Cardinals fans left in this world, <laughs> and you use uh, our code better green, they'll actually give you $10. Uh, <laughs> you can't take $20 off a $10 ticket, so... It's money in your pocket. Making money, dude. <laughs> so what we're going to do, we're going to be drafting, kind of like we were last year, but we are drafting red and blue logos. Why red and blue? Well, if you're looking at what we're wearing, guys, the Chiefs are red and Lions are blue. Two of some of the best primary colors out there. Um, we cannot use the Chiefs logo or the Lions logo. Sport logos are in play, and any other type of logo is also in play. The order went ethan me wyatt it's snake draft style like fantasy draft four picks each and make sure you guys comment on this video who you think won so ethan i'll let you take it away with your first pick man all right yeah my first pick absolutely love it i'm glad i got the first picks i think wyatt could have maybe had this in play um but it's pretty standard i'm gonna take the detroit red wings logo one of the best logos in sports obviously i'm a detroit fan i'm a red wings fan um red obviously fits the mold of the game so uh yeah even not as a biased wings fan i do think that winged wheel logo is one of the best logos out there so first pick overall detroit red wings love it love it love it It was on my board i'm also gonna stick with the color red and we're gonna go with what you're watching this on right now we're gonna go with the youtube logo so pander <laughs> maybe but it has everything man i mean you got us you got pat mcafee you got a bunch of great shows on here you can if your sink is broke you can figure out how to fix your sink youtube has everything i i like netflix netflix is also red but youtube you can fix your life with youtube so you can fix your life you can uh fix your relationships you can make money by watching us i'm gonna go youtube man that was uh, that was pretty high on my list. Um, so, and please subscribe to us. We're trying to get to 350 before <laughs> yes. kickoff. So get to that subscription, which is now. in a few hours. True. Yeah. Make sure if you if you're checking it, make sure that that number's up. If it's at 350, keep going. We're not stopping. Um, all right, I'm gonna go another red logo. Probably the most universally known logo in all of the world, and that is the McDonald's sign. The McDonald's. Yep. M. So I know it's yellow, but the M on the sign. Mickey it's D's. Good. good like it. Oh, it's it Snake, then, isn't it? Ocho Cinco's favorite restaurant. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, since it's a snaker, I will go with one of my favorite snacks, also an iconic uh, logo, not probably as well known as McDonald's, but the old Oreos cursive logo. Ooh. Hey, I liked it, dude. You know, that wasn't even on my list, but it should have been. Like, 
it's just such a such a good blue with the black and the white and the lighter blue oh it's beautiful it really I could is. smack some oreos right now that's <laughs> so good oh my god <laughs> man there's a couple good ones left um i'm not gonna go double video you know what yes yeah, we're gonna go coca-cola you're gonna coca-cola yep. man iconic super iconic yeah and it's just very classic no frills about it yep i love it when i think coke i always think of the like christmas cokes i had like the polar bears yes dude i I love those the santa coke and the bottle yeah the glass bottle oh yeah coke's a good one all right um well, you said we couldn't go Lions, so I'm going to go next closest thing. I'm going to go with the Ford logo. Oh, uh, we I got love it. Ford Field, uh, just a classic logo. I drive a Ford. Um, my yep. grandpa worked for Ford, so I've been Ford heavy my whole life. Um, American made. Yeah. American made, built Ford tough. <laughs> love the Ford logo. And it just happens to sponsor my favorite team, Stadium. So we'll go <laughs> Ford there. Can't beat it. And, um, Let's see. Man, I've we're doing four picks, correct? Yep. Okay. Well, because this is a gambling show, screw it. FanDuel. FanDuel, yeah. Cowards. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, second favorite uh, sports book, but unfortunately we can't give out green logos. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? There's only one green logo you guys should really care about. It's right above my head right now. <laughs> That is yes, sir. There's you one more that. I can think of, but hey, I'm an Xbox guy. I love green stuff. <laughs> We're gonna hop on to Facebook. It's one of those things too. I mean, what would 40 year old moms who stay at home do if they didn't have Facebook? Also, you can keep up Not with your group. friends. No, they wouldn't exist anymore. You're right. <laughs> you got Messenger. Um Facebook, it's just a uh, iconic logo too. You just see that blue F. You already know what it is. Yeah, uh, I did have that on my list. I also had Twitter on my list. R.I.P. Um, no mm-hmm. longer a thing. Um, but <laughs> I am gonna go back to gambling. Me and this guy that uh, sometimes I place bets over on his site, and he happens to pay me every Monday. I'm not gonna name him because this is a show. And his name rhymes with rookie, uh, but he pays me through the app Venmo. Venmo. So every time I get a little Venmo, it's the greatest thing. And then every time I get a Venmo request, it's uh, miserable. But um, <laughs> love Venmo. Um, so I will do that. And then my fourth one, also not a shout out, no free publicity, but kind of the reason uh, I love doing sports media is bar stool. So the bar stool logo. Mm, so okay. I think they, I really want, like their shows and uh, love what they do over there. So, um, yes, that's the reason. Second best show on YouTube. Yes. Second best. Yep. I can go a lot of different ways here. And I feel like we're leaving a lot out. So I think calling this Ethan's Bench Clears is a very accurate name, especially for this very first episode. I'm going to go Penn State. The Nittany I had Lions. that on my list. 
the Nittany Lion. I, the wrestling team has won so many championships the last couple of years, and just that that logo is just so cool. And it's it's very minimal too, but it's not like the Wisconsin is just a W. Or I mean, especially why our teams are guilty of this: the Ohio State O and the Block M for Michigan. Ethan, you have hands down the best logo of us three. So I love the Nittany Lion logo. Don't don't show it. Get that I'll off. Until you bring out that logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not that one. <laughs> you guys want a bench clear? Let's do it. Cooper Sports logo. <laughs> oh my! Oh, that is that is something. Oh my! I did not have that on my list. I did not expect that. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, but I had to. Everybody just said, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> that, my friends, is where to. we met. <laughs> um, no, that would clear some benches, but uh, I'm gonna go back to just kind of some fandom here. But I'll, once again, a great logo. I'll give out the Detroit Tigers old English D uh, with the blue there. Uh, yeah, think it's obviously again one of my teams, but um, still think that logo is one of the best in all sports. I didn't realize we could have gone like six picks in with this thing. Yeah, there are a lot of picks. You guys, do you want to go to five? I could go. I got one yeah. more. Well, I got more, yeah. more, but yeah. You five or six? What do you guys want to do? How I can go five. Five. Okay. Five. So we'll do one more. Okay. All right. Well, I could uh, take all the Detroit sports and give out the Pistons, but <laughs> I won't do that. Just to be switch it up a little bit. Um, oh man, we'll go back to companies just because I did pick two teams. We'll go with Netflix. Netflix, yeah. Netflix and Gotta chill. Love. Netflix and chill. <laughs> yes. Yep. Iconic. Uh, I actually was very late to the Netflix train. Like a ton of people just you know, religiously watch Netflix and I never really did up until a couple of years ago, but I mean, what's not to like about it. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Especially now <laughs> they're doing more sports content. I'm really liking that. Yeah. We're going to go with target. Another iconic logo. Iconic yep. logo. I love red logos. So target easy one for me. All right. I'm going to go to one that's had a couple different, um, changes throughout the years but there is a couple uh, years where they're running with a blue logo and that is warner brothers the wb i like mm. it for multiple reasons uh i think it's a cool design also my name is wyatt batdorf and also my burner account is worse bets so there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of wb involvement in my life so there yeah it's like a lighter blue one i think it was a yeah they have a blue logo that they use quite a bit so yeah i'll do warner brothers there I like that. I like, yeah, I like that too. A couple that didn't make it on my list: uh, Budweiser, mm. yep, Chick Fil A, yep, Adobe, ESPN. Oh, yeah, I thought about it. Damn, ESPN. I'm not a huge ESPN fan though. But right, right. I don't, I don't love that logo. Yeah, I think it's boring logo. Uh, Visa and mm-hmm. Lowe's. Home Depot oh, yeah. and Lowe's. Yeah. But I did not make it on your guys. 
I had kind of like Venmo, PayPal. Yep. I had Duke. I had North Carolina. I had Pepsi. I had Dell. I had AT&T. I had the Chicago Bulls. I had the Boston Red Sox. I had Nintendo. Mm -hmm. I had Marvel. I had Beats. Uh, Formula One. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a good number. I did not have nearly as many written down, but um, yeah, like I said, the Pistons were on there, but that was just more of a homer pick. Um, I love their teal logo; was super awesome. Um, I had Twitter as well, but RIP. Uh, the Washington Redskins logo is one of my favorites. Mm, um, iconic. Florida State has an awesome logo, in my opinion. The reason I left that off is because it's just like it's not red enough for me. It's like. Right. I mean, yeah. it probably is technically a red, but um, yeah, that was about it. I thought about ESPN, but yeah, I'm just not crazy about, I mean, I use ESPN. I watch ESPN all the time, but I'm just not crazy about the actual business. Um, yeah, probably had more teams on there, but I kind of just capped out with the three Detroit ones because I figured uh, once I got the wings, the other two probably wouldn't get taken. Yeah, I love the wings, dude. Love the wings. I'm shocked though. I thought uh, I thought you'd say Ohio State, Ben. I thought we'd get Michigan out of Wyatt, but yeah, I mean their M is usually yellow, so that's kind of why I stayed away. It's just yeah. I mean they have, they do have an old one that's blue, but their primary yellow is or their primary logo is a yellow M. So that's the only reason I stayed away from that. I didn't know if yeah. it qualified. Right. Like I, I was saying earlier, my ours is just boring, dude. Like a block of yeah. Like yeah. Is it an O? Is it a zero? If you don't know colleges or college sports at all, like it's just it's not iconic in my book. Right. But right now, is if you guys um, had questions, we would answer them. This is week one, so we don't have any questions yet. Make sure you guys drop some questions down in those comments. It helps the algorithm. It boosts helps us, but it also lets us answer your guys' questions. So let us know what do you think. Are there any teams or bets that we said that you? agree with you disagree with what you think if you think we're an idiot let us know um we're open to all kinds of uh uh, comments um we'll address them in the uh episode next week make sure you guys head over to bettergreen.com for our articles we've got stuff coming out there every week now um besides that you guys got anything to get us out of here go lions congratulations on being a father (laughs) thank you man thank you i appreciate it try to send you guys a picture yeah. yeah, I second that too. Um, yeah, congratulations, Ben. Um, go Lions. And uh, yeah, just kind of what Ben was saying. You can leave us comments uh, on YouTube. That's where we uh, see them the easiest and appreciate them the most. But uh, tweet at us. Uh, talk to us on Instagram, uh, TikTok, really wherever. We'll, we'll uh, compile your questions and get them answered on the show next week. So any interaction with us, we love it. Um, and we've opened ourselves up with every with a play on every single game so i know there's stuff you like i know there's stuff you probably hate that we said yeah. let us know uh we want to hear it so yeah like subscribe and uh leave us comments questions we'll be happy to answer them um and then yeah lastly i mean i guess uh our format will be a little bit switched up here in the next couple of weeks yep um with ben being a a new father so um but we're still we're still rolling the roll I appreciate you guys rolling without me. And then I will be back here in about two weeks, I believe. And Mr. Wyatt will be a married man. 
The old oh, ball yeah. and chain. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> Forgot about that, yeah. So he will be soaking up some sun rays. So we'll have everybody back here at the end of the month. But football's back, and it's only going to get better from here, man. I wish I was here week two so I could just tell you guys I'm sorry about the Lions, man. It's, it's <laughs> still your guys' year. You're going to win the division. It just wasn't meant to be week one. Yeah, I think uh, you might be gone more than two weeks after Thursday, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we will be, me and Ethan might uh, take an extended trip to Hawaii after our Lions Moneyline wins. So True. Man, you you guys, you you guys have fun with that. (laughs) Uh, Other than that, guys, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace, guys. Later, guys. See you guys. You better start listening to the Better in Green podcast. You will not regret it. Trust me, trust me, trust me. And hey, I'm Dean Blandino. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Better in Green. Eh? To Better in Green. Eh? To Better in Green. Hey, listen in and cash out. That's what it's all about. Come on, let's make cash now. We always on spot and we cover old spot from the bottom to the top. Hey, shout out to Ethan, shout out to Wyatt, shout out to Ben. Welcome, welcome to our podcast. Better win green.